The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. But the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh. And I need that now. Hold on, let me wipe the sweat off of my head. I need that now more than ever. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. I cannot look at any news site anywhere, no matter what the level, no matter whether conservative, liberal, or anything, and not just think, now, Lord, now, now is perfect. Just come back now. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Let's not do that. Let's be doers and not hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. Why not? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. This is it. The one thing you got to know about the show right here. Ready? We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're doing that very thing. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Now, what is that like where the Lord tells you not to complain, but the air conditioning still doesn't work? But then again, the Lord tells you not to complain, and our requirement is to be faithful and diligent and obedient to the Lord. Could something have possibly been designed by God where air conditioning doesn't work? <laughs> Wait till you hear what I have to share. You'll be like, no way. Uh, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, that's an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Remember, it's not a kvetch fest, but it is an opportunity to ask questions. So, for example, if you think that you really want to understand whether lasagna needs to have meat or not, the answer is yes, it does. I'm sorry, that answer is whatever we're going to tell you it is. If you want to know something about eschatological differences between the premillennial dispensationalists and the amillennialists, I'll be glad to answer that as well. Or you can just ask a question about the Bible, something you're trying to figure out. On top of that, if you've got something to share, this is the place. You want to have that opportunity to share and be a blessing to other people. Plus, if you need prayer, we will join our faith together. Just think of it in the most simplistic terms. One ounce of faith with one person and another ounce of faith with another person and another ounce of faith with another person is three ounces of faith, which is more than one ounce of faith. Hey, it's like math. 
Anyhow, if you want to, you can reach out to us. The way to do that is to call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. 972-445-0770. And when you call that number, you end up talking to Captain Chris. Well, what is that like? That's like being at the... Bahamas at an all-inclusive hotel. Oh, oh my. And then you will be... Like that one? <laughs> that, that that's one pretty you, nice. That's pretty nice. That's a good one right there. I mean, come on. Most all-inclusives are relatively decent, you know, but some of them further out are, like, really, really nice. So it's like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Oh, also, if you want to text us, we've got to go back to the show. If you want to text us, you can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. That's if you're listening to the show and you're not ready to call in, you want to make a comment, but you want to keep kind of safe, that's a good number to use. Additionally, you can send an email live during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. We've told you before, it's not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at hemustincrease.org. By the time you write that out, the segment will be over. So really, you just want to make david at hemustincrease.org. Additionally, now, we will send you to the website. Why do we send you to the website? A couple different reasons. Of course, one of them is money. It's a place to give. You know, we're not the... Uh, high rollers that uh, we, you know, well, it's not that we don't wish we had the money. We just don't. So that's just how it is. So, but the Lord can take what little we have and multiply it. And he's been doing that for years. And so we think that's awesome because that's, at, that's the power of God. If you can contribute, great. If you can do uh, $5, $10, whatever. I don't even care. Here's the bottom line. If you can't do 60 bucks, you can do 60 seconds and you can pray for us. And that we value more than anything else. Uh, additionally, that is the place on the website to ask for brochures. I gave away my first brochure yesterday. Ha-ha! I'll tell you all about that in a second. You can ask for brochures. We'll send them to you. They won't cost you a penny. You don't have to do anything very specific with them, except we'd prefer you not to roll them up in a rock, tie them with a rubber band, and throw them at people. We, we just think that, you know, maybe don't do that. Uh, check stuff out on the website. It's always stuff that's new. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. I'm waiting for it to come back. Is it not? I guess it's not coming back. Um, okay, so let's take a couple of seconds here. I want to show you something. You'll be, we'll be with me in this. Okay, ready? Uh, we're going to pray for Ukraine and USA real quick, and then I'm going to tell you something. You're just going to sit there and scratch your head. Okay? It doesn't mean that the air conditioning is working, but you will scratch your head. Okay? Let's uh, pray for Ukraine and the United States as well. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for everything in our lives because you are totally awesome in everything that you do, perfect in everything you do, kind, gracious, merciful. You love us, and you protect us, and you keep us close to you. And we pray for our country that as we see things kind of falling apart, Lord, we would all maintain a great strength and confidence in our faith. Nobody would, in our midst, would become weak in the faith. Instead, we would strengthen our faith, being more committed than ever. 
And if we pray for peace in our own country, then we pray that the leaders could be under the influence of righteousness. We pray for peace in Ukraine, that there could be an end to the warfare, and that there could be a, a, a just an explosion of the gospel to the four corners of that country. By your grace, may these things come about, because that is the only way these things will come about. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, ready? So yesterday we had somebody come to the house to check on the air conditioning. We've been in our house four and a half years. We've been renting from the same people. They're wonderful people. Actually, Keith uh, was working with, I don't think, I think he still does, the Billy Graham Association. They do a lot of outreach to the younger kids. And uh, we've just had a really nice relationship with them. Every time there's a problem, they take care of it. If we have a problem, they help us. I mean, it's one of those cool kind of things. We just know it was the Lord and so on. So the air conditioning goes out. He, you know, he's not happy. Why is Keith not happy? It's only uh, four and a half years. They just put it in just before we moved in. It's only four and a half years old. So he calls a gentleman, and the gentleman comes out kindly and graciously. The guy does not call us till 4.30, which for us is a miracle because most of the time I get a phone call during the show, <laughs> which is really challenging by itself, isn't it? And uh, as long as my kids will stop calling during the show, I feel that's the best part of it. Nine and a half years, one would think they'd pick up on that yet. But here's the bottom line. So he calls in and comes over, checks it out. And uh, so Noelle and I are both at home. We're both working, you know, trying to put stuff together, getting stuff for the show, getting stuff for school. She's getting stuff for work. Da, 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 da. And this gentleman's name is Jack Livingston. And so Jack owns uh, the Livingston Air Conditioning in Rockwall. Okay. So we start talking, and he shares a little bit about what's going on with the air conditioning unit. Let's just say it has seen better days, and for some reason or another, the idea of a compressor does not seem to want to work in it. Okay? Not probably the best news you want to hear, but it's okay. You know, I mean, Keith will take care of it, and we'll survive it until it all. But then Jack starts talking to Noel and I a little bit. And so we mentioned the radio because I, oh, I had to get back here, you know, from the radio, from the radio station. So he asked a little bit about that. So we start talking about the radio station. So we start sharing with one another. So now forget the air conditioning. That part's done. Now for the next 45 minutes, we're talking faith. And he's a brother in the Lord. And he goes to a church that's really close to where Noel works. And he shared a testimony with us. It was just awesome. It was a great testimony. And you're just sitting there thinking, I know in the back of my mind, in spite of the reality that this is an inconvenience, somehow God has said, watch this coordination. We'll bring these guys together and they'll fellowship and encourage each other. And it's just like you just would never, ever think in a bazillion years your air conditioner goes out. Somehow let's turn this into something good. We spent almost an hour fellowshipping, just talking about the Lord. You know, he's, 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 it's what's most ironic is he's really Bapticostal. How funny is that? <laughs> right? And then I said to him, Oh, yeah, I did one teaching about, we were talking about gun control for a little bit. I said, Oh, yeah, you know, when Cain killed Abel, I said, You know, God didn't outlaw rocks. Right on his phone, he had sent that exact same thing to somebody just earlier. I was like, wow, something's going on. 
anyway, I thought it was really cool. And as much as I want to complain about it, and there's much that I want to complain about because Jewish people and deserts, it's just, you know, there's just something there that doesn't fly the way that we would uh, want it to. Might <laughs> be a nice way to say it. And uh, But a wonderful time of fellowship with, with the gentleman. I don't know what will happen in the future. We talked about that, that, you know, if uh, it's, uh, if uh, Keith is able to use him, he will. And if he has to go through a different route, he'll do that. But it was like almost like God was just like going, hey, here's a blessing. Have some fellowship. And just be encouraging to one another. And he's got this cool testimony about about the business that he has uh, and about the, the house the Lord, you know, kind of prepared for him. It's really just cool. And it's nothing bizarro. It's more like, all right, yeah. And it's nice to hear stories of faith and encouragement for one another. And I don't know how God pulls that out of a dead air conditioner, but he does. And that's how great God is. I mean, can you just say, wow? I know I can. And now I'm saying hot, too. So I'd like that fixed as well. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry, okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. 
And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. This KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to start the very first trivia question. Here we go. We're back under the who said that? Who said that? Here's your hint. Here is your hint. So I'm going to give you a hint because the reason I'm going to give you a hint is because there's going to be a lot of guessing on this one. So I'm trying to help you at least somewhat pin it down. This is in the book of Acts. Okay, so that gives you some some frame, some reference. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hung on a tree. Now, what's really funny is one of our favorite people has always guessed the wrong guess on purpose all the time, and this time he did it and got it right. <laughs> he does it like as a joke. Al, you were first and you were right. Anyway, who said <laughs> – he's probably going, no way. Yeah, uh, no, really. Who said uh, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hung on a tree? It has to be somebody who was doing some kind of sermony thing in the book of Acts. So think about who that might be. Consider that. If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770 to Joy, Ann, and Cordelia. Better second one than the first one. Very good. Uh, Also, 214-210-8483 if you want to text in. And then also, if you want to send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. One thing we are going to ask people for is ministry direction because we're still praying about some of the things that we want to be doing. And then I'd like you guys to add my son to the list of people to pray for because he's looking at the possibility of doing some new ventures and wants to do it wisely and wants to do it before the Lord. And uh, he's uh, terrible at that. So we just need to pray that he just walks it with the Lord. That's just the nicest way to say that. Okay? All right. So pray that. All right. So a trivia question, uh, and then we'll get back. You know what we're going to do the DNA? We haven't done DNA in this time slot in a long time, have we? It's been a while, a while right? All right. We're going to do our DNA now because we've been doing it at the end. I want to make sure we get it ready. Here we go. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. 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 Spend time with God every day that ends with Y. Okay, go. Number two, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke chapter 9, verse 26, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my father. Bad call, don't do that. A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means... That we are sensitive to the Lord, what he may or may not want to do, what's going on, may want to share something, be a vessel of his grace, mercy, and kindness, and also aware of other people, which does speak volumes about us not just being so focused on ourselves, 
Because there's other people in the universe. Yes, this is true. Okay. Your trivia question once again. Who in the book of Acts preaching said, The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree? The slew part's the King James, just in case you're wondering. Okay, all right. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770-214-210-8483, and then david at he must increase.org. Yeah, I'm doing amazingly well for, you know, having a svelting house. <laughs> Schwitzing. That's what we used to call it. Uh, okay. Let me get to this portion of the text. Very important. You can't beat this. This is probably one of the most uh, – everything in Scripture is really important. But this is still Sermon on the Mount stuff in Matthew. It's the number one ever, number one discourse that has been read or heard amongst mankind ever, period. And this is one of the key features of that. So it's like, wow, this has got to be really important. Here it is. Matthew 6, 19. Don't. Uh-oh. We've got a don't coming. Don't store up for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So it's a pretty critical for us to understand this, and I won't do this well, but I'm going to do my best at it. Ready? Don't. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nope. Not going to do it. Nope. Not going to do it. Don't do it. Not going to do it. Is that, that kind of close? Is that? Is it? Okay. Chris is looking at me like, who are you supposed to be? Don't do it. <laughs> Not going to do it. No. Don't store up for yourselves on earth what you think treasure is for earth. You want to know why? This will just blow everybody's mind just to, just to flip the script. Because whatever you store up for on earth won't last, last any longer than you and I will last. No matter what you store up, it won't last. And people go, yeah, well, I'll get my name on a school. And I don't know if you notice this or not, but they uh, change names on schools all the time. They put up statues and tear them down. They change things. All the, That happens all the time. You're not going to get that on earth. Whatever you're setting up as a treasure, it's not going to outlast your lifespan. That's it. It's over. And so that kind of thinking is short-sighted. And what Jesus came and said is, don't do that. It's like, what do you mean don't do that? I mean, I've got uh, children, and I've got a mortgage, and I've got a car, and I've got a boat, and I've got stuff, and I want to keep it all going, and da-da-da. And Jesus said, don't do it. And you're thinking, wait a minute, what do you mean don't do it? The idea is to focus on laying up treasures in heaven. It's not that you don't prepare for things in life. It's not that you don't take care of things in wise planning and preparation. It's just that the priority of your life is not earth stuff. It's not that you don't do it, but you don't do it to the exclusion of the heavenly stuff. And here's the key. If you store up treasure in heaven, that treasure will never cease. It will never become dust. So invest wisely. 
In other words, there's listen. We we would support on every level. We support life insurance. We support financial planning. We support retirement. We support wisdom. We support people. We oh, of course, of course. But if that's your priority, wrong. That's wrong. Because if that becomes your priority, then your priority is not laying up stuff for where it's going to count. Now, I'm not a brilliant financial guy. I am Jewish, though, and I will take my credit for my countrymen who understand this, that the best investment is the one that gives you the highest return for the longest amount of time. Okay, <laughs> so therefore, right? And so when Jesus says where, you, where we store things is where our heart is, where, where, where your heart is, where your treasure be. He's saying if you store everything in your life that you think is important down here on earth, that says everything about you. But if you store things in heaven, that says everything about you. Do you store nothing on earth? Oh, no, of course not. But you don't prioritize earth storage over heavenly storage. And that's just, okay, that makes absolute sense. You, you, The things that you can do here, you do with wisdom. You try to be a good steward. All that's proper and appropriate. But don't tell me that you're loaded down here and poor up there. Because that's not wise. That's not appropriate. That's just bad. That's bad planning. Why would you do that? Make sure, and we need to make sure, and Jesus doesn't say, I mean, he pretty much says, this don't do, this do do. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like he's trying to kind of break it down for us. And right in the middle of his Sermon on the Mount, it's like, okay, guys, listen. You're going to die, and then you're going to face God. Hopefully, when you face God, you won't be broke. <laughs> That's good. Saying it's like without saying it in those terms, that's a good way to think of it. I, I like that. And again, use the wisdom and the insight the Lord gives you. Be the best steward you can be. And if the Lord blesses you here on earth with financial means, whatever, use that to invest in the kingdom. Use that for kingdom purposes. Don't do that to give to us. Use it wherever else the Lord tells you to do. Go ahead. Because the idea behind this is to do it right and do it before the Lord. Because that is who you're going to have to give an account to. Okay? All right. Trivia? Trivia! Uh, who said, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew, and hanged on a tree? That would be our friend Peter. Peter said that. Uh, Peter said that in Acts chapter 5, verse 30. And why that's so funny is because remember when Al answered that question, Al said, Peter, and it was Paul. And so ever since then, he keeps sending in texts going, Peter, 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 Peter. This time he got it right. <laughs> Good job. Okay, folks. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. 
it doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Then he says this, don't be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because what fear does is immobilizes a person, stops them from moving forward, and it also eats away at faith. Fear has this way. It's kind of like if you think of faith as, uh, I'll do this now, as uh, uh, chocolate ice cream that has peanut butter in it. Okay? Uh, That's faith. Okay? Fear is like somebody drilling a hole underneath and then taking a little spoon and then pulling some of that faith down, a little scoop by scoop by scoop by scoop. And you don't want your faith reduced because God requires faith to us to engage with him in. That's his requirement. That's the vehicle by which he has chosen to engage with humanity. You don't think God could have said, it's me, you're going to believe, or I'm going to turn you into a fish. I mean, you don't think God could have done that? But he chose the vehicle of faith because that's what he wanted from those that would come to him. A confidence, an assurance in the goodness of God. So Jesus, the first thing he says, ignore it, don't be afraid of it. And then he does this one radically crazy, nutsy, cuckoo line, just believe. And we use that in movies and in books and in fairy tales and all that stuff. We're not talking about any of that stuff. This is believing, looking at a situation just like Abraham did, just like we talked yesterday, how Abraham looked at the circumstance, didn't deny he was old, didn't deny he was past childbearing, and said, I'm just going to believe God anyway. Uh, That attitude of just believe, it's taking a stand in the framework of your faith that says, I'm not moving. Here I am. Call me Bulldog. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. My faith is solid. 